This episode is brought to you by Pittsburgh Comics, recently named one of the best comic book stores by the Pittsburgh City Paper. Pittsburgh Comics is the premier comic shop in the South Hills of Pittsburgh, located in McMurray, conveniently near Route 19 and Route 79. Pittsburgh Comic carries a large collection of new and back-issue comics, trade paperbacks, graphic novels, games, statues, action figures, and more. Don't forget Comics Perks. With the Comics Perks program, you can earn points on every purchase you make in the store. You get a point for every dollar spent, and every 100 points can be redeemed for $10 off a future purchase. Go to PittsburghComics.com for more, or follow them on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. The comic book pit? Okay. Welcome to the Comic Book Pit Podcast. This is episode. Episode. This is episode. <laughs> this is episode 381. I'm Dan, and with me tonight we've got Sean. Hello. Kate. Hi. And Link. Hey. And not here in person, but with us in spirit is our new show sponsor, New Dimension Comics, and they are. I think they they've got to be Pennsylvania's or at least southwestern Pennsylvania's uh, biggest chain of comic book stores, and they've I think they've got five stores in PA and one in Ohio. So um, thanks to New Dimension Comics for sponsoring the show, and don't forget about their upcoming. It's a two day outdoor event, Three Rivers Comic Con, which is normally held indoors. But because the world is on fire these days, uh, everything, <laughs> they're trying to hold things outdoors as much as possible. So this is going to be a very safe outdoor event happening in May, uh, May 22nd and 23rd down at the waterfront in Pittsburgh. And you can find out more details at ndcomics.com or threeriverscomiccon.com. So since this is like so, so this is technically it's a comic show, but it's also an outdoor comic show. So, what are your guys' thoughts on that? Or are you? Is this something you would look forward to going to, or is it kind of like going forward with trepidation, or what? Uh, yes. Uh, <laughs> Said with well, confidence. <laughs> <laughs> well, I only. I don't mean to sound like the way I'm sounding because. Uh, we uh, there was a couple of us talking online about setting up there, and um, I'm I don't know because you know it's I mean it's going to be at the end of May, and like a lot of COVID vaccines should be available by that moment. Um, I guess maybe it's I don't know maybe it's uh, we're still kind of getting back into the world. So, cause I've thought about like signing up to set up there, but I don't know, man. Like, and I've been kind of like, like 
wanted like to do a show for a while, even though I don't particularly like doing comic book shows. Um, but I don't know. I mean, I like that it's going to be outdoors. Uh, they all seem like very smart people, so I'd assume that they'll probably follow CDC uh, guidelines. Yeah, I can. Um, I can confirm that that the the show will be adhering to the whatever like Pennsylvania's you know health department is uh, deeming necessary at the time. And I think no matter what, I think masks are mandatory. So that's that's good, and um, they're only. Um, there was only going to be like eight, eight tables to a tent. Like everything, everything's going to be in tents. Um, like these, the, like the big event tents that have like walls and lights and stuff. Um, and there's only going to be eight tables to a tent. So they're definitely, you know, very conscious of spacing people out and making sure that everyone's wearing a mask and stuff like that. Oh, and the, the event is free. That's, well, that's cool. Nice. So that means, well, there you that go. That just means there's, <laughs> well, so, you know, that's kind of cool though. That just means there's, you know, there's more, there's more money for people to spend at vendors and artists tables, right. you know? Yeah. I guess my, I guess the only, um, wild card is, is the people that, uh, show up like, mm-hmm. like, um, I don't patrons. That's what it is because I mean, you know, you're dealing with the public and doesn't that say mean that the public's completely woke, you know, <laughs> mm-hmm. and just because, I mean, they'll probably be very adamant about people wearing masks, but I mean, oh, probably, yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. There's still, you know, there's, it's still problematic, but I, I, I feel like, you know, the, the people that don't wear masks now are, or even wear them incorrectly are more the outliers to the, <clears throat> to the people that are actually wearing masks properly. Yeah. So, well, thankfully it's been a year. Oh, so yeah, get you, with it. You think, by, mm-hmm. you think. Out. <laughs> my thing is in Sean, you brought up like the patrons coming no matter how many tables you have per tent. And if there's masks, I just hope that they, especially depending on where we're at at that point, um, limit the amount of people that are like going in per tent that way that can eliminate the stress of there being too many people in any tent at any given time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You definitely don't want to like crowd up because that is the time frame that everything is going to start getting back to normal, but not everyone's going to be vaccinated ever. And definitely not by then will we have reached herd immunity unless something drastic changes. Mm-hmm. Which I kind of doubt because right. humans are garbage. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> hey, speaking I'm as a member of the human race. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just putting it out there, at least in the American society. Yeah, uh, we, don't, we don't have a good track record well, as a species but just within the last <laughs> week someone at disney world got punched and someone somewhere else got stabbed and this was just for telling people to put on masks yeah so, well d- damn there are still some craze. yeah yeah well, that's true well hopefully so now we're going to cover the the, the the convention security <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be up this <laughs> yeah <laughs> Just 
Zombie security. Who's going to fuck with you? Yeah, we'll just put Sean out front. That's right. I, well, I am still very stabbable. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but like, and I, who's going to stab you? Anyone with a knife? <laughs> I just imagine that, like, if, if if Sean were on a dating site, that would be one of his, like, hi, I'm Sean. I'm very stabbable. I'm... <laughs> Plus, I've I've lost an, uh, a lot of weight, so I'm not oh, as big as I used to be. So You're still I, tall, bro. <laughs> I've had some short people in my time try to take me down. So I mean, the short ones are the spicy ones. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, short people are, you know, those, those are the ones you got to watch out for because they got the most. They, they feel like they got the most to prove. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're like like chihuahuas, man. Crazy. <laughs> no, for real. Like my my younger brother, he's not like short, but compare it, but he's he's average and he's got a slender build. When he was in high school, he was on the varsity football team. And because he was like one of the smallest guys, he was like one of their most most just I don't want to say vicious, but he was like he tried and played the hardest. Like he, he was ruthless out on the football field because he always, he, he had this like ax to grind because he was always like the little guy compared to everyone else, you know? Yeah. So did they make a movie like that? Like called Rudy. <laughs> That's what, yeah. yeah based on but, younger brother. But, uh, but Rudy, yeah. I'll tell you what, <laughs> so, okay. So we're, we're all okay. We're already getting off track. I'm just going to, I'm going to throw this out there. Cause everyone, everyone who like loves sports movies always puts Rudy up there. I think Rudy, I think Rudy was an I was going to say, I, Rudy's an I've asshole. never seen Rudy. Rudy's an I've asshole. Never seen, I've never seen Rudy. Well, I'm just and saying my, my go-to sports movie would be a league of their own. Okay. So there you go. That's fair. Look, I was already going off track, but now you're throwing me more off track. <laughs> I'm just saying, everyone puts Rudy. Baseball, that's all you're saying. That is true. Yeah. Everyone puts Rudy up on this pedestal, but he was a dick. So I'm just saying. <laughs> I can't. Suck it, Samwise. That's there right. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> and that's a lot. Up yours, Samwise. <laughs> go back to Mordor. Or wherever you're from. Actually, you know what? Uh, with your stupid bread. I always forget that um, <clears throat> John Favreau's in that movie, and you would not, oh, wow. you would not recognize him because that's when he was like, oh yeah, young. It was like early in his career, and he was like, he was just big. He was a big dude. This was like before Swingers. He lost all that weight for Swingers. Um, oh, he was like, yeah, you should look him up. Look up like John Favreau, Rudy. You wouldn't recognize him. Hmm. Oh, I. have yeah, I'll have to check that out. Sort of. <laughs> well, I'm not like a big sports movie fan. Like, I'm not going to go out. Like, Sean, I'm not, I'm not calling you out. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, like, I'm not going to watch a 25-year-old movie because it's John Favreau. No, I'm just saying. I mean, but have you seen The Mighty cool. Ducks? I have seen The Mighty Ducks. That was, then you've like, seen uh, the only sports movie that matters. That is true. In I actually saw... <laughs> Clearly, and I saw Mighty Ducks too. Clearly, you've never seen. Oh yeah. yeah. But have you seen At, the third one? Oh God, I don't know. Maybe. That, and before, they're rebooting it. Yeah, I did hear about I, the reboot. I did hear but, that. I mean, they were, I, yeah, Coach Bombay was making a comeback. 
Yeah. Whatever. Margaret Moreau's in it, and she's hot, so I'm in. <laughs> she's one of the OGs. I think I've only ever seen the first one. I'm pretty sure I saw the second one. I don't. I was like a kid, so I, I might have. Checked yeah, they out all the blend third. together, but I'm pretty sure I've seen was, all of them. Was yeah. Was Pacey in any one but the first one? Yes. What the hell is Pacey? Jo- Joshua Jackson. Uh, oh. Yeah, guys, I don't watch Dawson's Creek. What? Get off the show. I, well, <laughs> yeah, I watched Fringe. I, I did watch Fringe, and I did try to watch Dawson's Creek. I couldn't make it past like 30 minutes in. I was like, okay, I'm done. So, so Dawson's Creek, it's almost like you have to hate watch Dawson's Creek. <laughs> just start hate watching you, you you really do because it's so melodramatic and overblown but at the same time it's like did i did i ever tell you my, my dawson's creek story how i started watching it i maybe I don't, well i don't know so uh this was this was when dawson's creek was actually airing it was still first run um my my buddy and I used to go out Wednesday nights to this bar with a bunch of friends and we'd do karaoke and they had drink specials and whatever. But you know, you know, you, you go out, you don't leave the house till like whatever, like ten o'clock, like nine, ten o'clock. So we'd just sit around, we'd have some, you know, we'd get some takeout and we'd just watch TV. And well, one night we're flipping channels and Dawson's Creek's on. So we start watching this. We're ra- <laughs> we're ragging on it, we're making fun of it, you know, whatever, and then we we leave. Well, next week. We're flipping channels. We're getting ready to go out. Hey, let's look. That show's back on. Let's see what happens. Again, we're <laughs> we don't realize what's happening. We, like we think we're oh, making no. fun of the show. <laughs> Next thing you know, we're tuning in every week to watch Dawson's Creek before nice. we go out drinking. Yep, it's amazing. And that is the power of Dawson's Creek. <laughs> <laughs> I could say the same thing happened to me with. Uh, Mighty more from Power Rangers, except without the drinking. I, yeah, I, was, I was gonna say. I feel like you I need was a teenager. <laughs> well, it was like the first season, and I was like, I don't know. I I might have got off of school, and I was like watching cartoons and shit, and then you know it would come on in between like Batman the animated series or I don't know something that was in the afternoon, and I would just kind of poke fun at it, and then all of a sudden I'm like kind of invested in it. And I'm like, uh, okay, this is pretty fun. And then uh, my art friend who got me into comics, he was like, yeah, have you checked out Beetleborgs? And I was like, no. And so we ended up watching Beetleborgs. So thus ends another episode of Sean the Teenage Years. (laughs) (laughs) Amazing. And the podcast well, just comes to a screeching halt. Yeah, and so that's uh, the convention that's going to be happening. So, that's a lot like Comic Cons. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So, anyways, to, to to bring us back around. So, uh, again, thanks to New Dimension Comics for sponsoring this episode. Sorry for the the roundabout way of saying thank you, and uh, we'll bring you more information and updates uh, every, you know, every episode that they are sponsoring the show. And, um, and again, we're just, uh, we're very grateful because they're, they're good friends of ours and they've always been uh, good to the show and good to us and uh, allowing us to do stuff at their stores and inviting us to events and opening the uh, basement to us for, you know, our private shopping event and 
Uh, hopefully we get to do that in the future again. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyways, so, um, well, you know, we were talking about a lot about watching TV in the past. Let's talk about watching TV in the present day. Look at that segue. That, that was Damn. smooth. Oh, very <laughs> masterful, right? <laughs> yeah. So, um, uh, so, we got a new, so yeah. Uh, oh, go for it, Dan. No. Go ahead. You take it from no, here. I'm taking I'm stealing the thunder. All right. Yep, you're picking um, the ball. Well, Rudy, I was say, uh, yeah, so, so <laughs> Yeah, nowadays we can uh, we can just fire up streaming and you know watch whatever we want. We don't have to wait before we're going out drinking to, to catch Dawson's Creek. It <laughs> but helps. uh it helps. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure. Uh, but yeah, no, uh, so the new streaming thing right now is uh, Disney's um, is it is it Falcon and Winter Soldier? Or is it Winter Winter Soldier and Falcon? I can't. It's Falcon. Falcon. Falcon and, and Winter. Soldier. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So Falcon and Winter Soldier. Um, Kate and I watched it. You know, uh, I guess later that day we were like, "Oh crap! It's Friday. Um, today's the day. We're not watching Wandavision." <laughs> uh, and we turned it on. It was uh, it was really good. I liked it a lot. Bucky said so much. Yeah. So interesting fact. Um. Our friend's a huge Bucky fan. Is she? I hadn't noticed. Yeah, right. Um, but she, uh, she's. Wait, there's Bucky the... fans. Oh yeah, there, there's a lot. Oh, they are thirsty for Bucky. Yeah, I, I, um, yeah. I, I, I've seen some tumblers. That's all I'm gonna yeah. say. But, but she did. She linked me to a Tumblr that had the the line count. Every line Bucky had ever said in any Marvel film. He only Whoa. had 150 lines total. 150. I can, and I feel as if he might have had more in this TV episode than his entire movie wow. career. Yeah, I mean, well, just just sitting with his uh, therapist alone. I know, which I love that he's in therapy because boy, does he need it after all of that trauma. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. <laughs> no, I mean, well, I think it's. I mean, I, I, I watched it, and I I agree. I thought it was a great first episode, and you know, watching where their you know Sam and Bucky where their lives are, and I. I agree. I, th- I think it's great that he they're showing him in therapy because I think that's kind of like the natural next step for this character because they like his therapist said, like, you've been pardoned of your crimes. Now, this is a condition of you being pardoned because, yeah. I mean, he he probably who knows like what he's like, what horrible crime, like if, if they'll ever know the full scope of what he's done as the Winter Soldier. Mm hmm. Yeah, but apparently he does because he's Falcon can't even get a loan. Yeah, what's up with that? No, right? <laughs> that was That's such up. bullshit. It's like, oh, okay, uh, so you've been missing for five years and you don't have any credit. No shit. I got blipped. <laughs> well, but can I have a selfie? <laughs> plus, he was he's freaking Falcon. I mean, like, come on, man. Right. Well, you know, also, I mean, and and maybe maybe. Uh, this is too easy to do, uh, and and it, and maybe for the on the character side, maybe it's just a point of pride. But if I were an Avenger, I don't care if I was an Avenger for, for five years or five minutes. If I needed a loan, I'd be like, ring, ring, Stark, Stark Enterprises. You right. know, I'd, yeah, I'd be calling them up and like, yo, man, why don't you hook me up with a no interest loan? <laughs> there was a couple of times in that episode, like he was trying to fix the boat, and I'm like, "Why don't you call up like Hank Pym? You I mean they probably know how to <laughs> fix a boat?" That is, mm-hmm. 
That is the danger of the, uh, the shared universe TV show. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, clearly Sam is, is a, you know, maybe he's not on the level of like, um, you know, Scott Lang or uh, uh, Tony Stark, obviously, but clearly he, he knows a thing or two about technology. I mean, he was, you know, there's a scene of him sitting at that cafe re rewiring what was was he fixing red wing or he was yeah, fixing he was fixing something yeah. so he he knows how to he knows his way around electronics and mechanics so yeah maybe it's just a very old boat kind of like uh, a technology that's not so familiar that's a good point yeah i guess like the older technology gets the harder it is to fix or replace because it just doesn't exist anymore yeah yeah um, but yeah, uh, the, uh, the, the, the therapy thing was really interesting for sure. I, I'm kind of curious what they're, I, I'll put it this way. When I, when I first turned the episode on and they had that huge action sequence, like my first immediate thought was like, Oh, it's just going to be this. And I'm so <laughs> glad it wasn't because that was like, yeah. for me, that was the most boring part of the entire episode was the action sequence at the beginning. I was just like, I can see this in a movie. Theater. Except give me something. Give me something. Well, they, I'll tell you what I'll tell you what they what they gave you. They gave you some goddamn Batrock the Leaper. Yes, they did. Yes, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> that that was great. I, I love that he's back. You know that obviously there really wasn't a, there was was not a lot of like one on one hand to hand combat, but just the fact that he's like boom first scene. Yes, yeah, Batrock. Love it. Yeah, no, I, I was really happy to see him. But yeah, no, I'm I, I got, in general what I'm saying for sure is like I'm here for. Your 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 streaming service character drama shows because mm-hmm. it feels like that's even what I like a lot about like Daredevil and Jessica Jones and all that stuff like it's cool to see them beat people up and do cool shit but like that I think those shows just did so well because of all the character building more so than anything else yeah to be honest mm-hmm. and I like to see that with the that they're doing that with the Disney Plus shows not just WandaVision. I really, yeah, just from, from top to bottom. I mean, you know, there was a lot in this episode to, you know, in, in, in a 49 or 50 minute episode, they, they packed a lot in. Um, yeah. There was a lot of, uh, you know, heavy emotional moments when they, you know, talking about Steve being gone, you know, Captain America and, and how much meaning the shield has. And, you know, we get to see, Bucky trying to live a personal life and uh, and and trying to make amends for what he's doing and or or, or what he's done and um, you know then the the twist at the very end when you see that they've you know up and given the shield to someone else that's you know that was definitely like a kind of a knife in the back moment mm-hmm. yeah and he and he looked like such a goober too. With that shield, uh, mm-hmm. was his name John Walker? Right. Well, they 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 didn't call him U- USA. Yeah, like, 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 yeah, we know him as U.S. It. agent, but yeah, they said you know this is your new Captain America. So I think they're they're just he's just for all intents and purposes he is now Captain America. But maybe by the end of the show, or maybe you know maybe he yeah. relinquishes the title and just takes up U.S. agent. Who knows what's going to happen? But I mean, he has the shield and he has a variation on the costume. So he is, uh, he's Captain America. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm interested to see 
more of him actually, because it's such a, even though we knew it was coming, we, we saw in the, you know, the trailers and we saw, um, photos, uh, before the show came out, like, Oh man, us agent or John Walker, he's got the shield. And it's like, you knew it was going to happen, but at the same time, you're like, you son of a bitch. Right. Yeah. How could you? (laughs) Yeah. And you just want everyone to kick his ass. Um, yeah. Also speaking of other stuff, uh, that was happening, like, uh, I like that the way that they're doing flag smasher, I thought that was interesting and, and just really different from the comic books. Yeah. So, so I'm not as familiar. I mean, I, I know of flag smasher, but it was flag smasher was always an individual, right? Or was it always a group? Uh, I think it was just, I think it was an individual for originally in the comedy um, now in the, for the purposes of the show, they've turned it into like a, like a political faction. Yes. Yeah. Like, kind of like a, it's a, almost like a terrorist group. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's interesting. And then, uh, I, I want to say that I'm, I'm sure that, that, that whoever, I can't remember who flag smasher is in the comics, but I, I'm assuming whoever that is, is like maybe the leader of the terrorist group in the show or something. But Either way, I think the way that they're trying to weave it all in and like make it a bigger idea, because I feel as if it's hard. I, I wouldn't have been able to figure out how to make like a like a in, in our in today's uh, political landscape to make a, a a villain that just is like America's bad. I'm like mm-hmm. I, I I might not disagree with this villain. <laughs> like yeah, that's true. <laughs> You're like oh you you got you got me there. <laughs> <laughs> got got any so, that flag smasher organization for, an, for right, one more yeah. <laughs> well i think they're trying to set it up where it's it is kind of going to be more like that with uh, the flag smashers and um and uh u.s agent yeah probably yeah because wasn't like john walker kind of like this more uh the word was it jingoiscuit Jingoist. Yeah, yeah. I can't even say yeah. either, but I know what you're saying. Yes. Yeah, like very cis boomba. America's doesn't do any wrong. Mm-hmm. Basically. Yeah, and MAGA I mean, before MAGA was a thing. Well, that will be interesting if that's the route that they go, because I mean, obviously you can't do that if it's Steve Trevor wearing the outfit, because Steve Trevor's awesome. But if it's this other dude that shows up and acts like. You you know like America, then you could get away with it maybe, and be like, well, this guy's you know a douche, <laughs> mm-hmm. wearing the Captain America outfit now, and it 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 works out, I guess. And it and you can still make the the flag smashers be villains, and you can make U.S. Agent also be a villain, and you know have your cake and eat it too. Yeah, you know what 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 I think is is both. It's great, and also I don't I don't say scary, but like a little thrilling is. WandaVision was nine episodes. I just assumed that this show was going to be an equal length, but this show is only six episodes. So yeah, I do remember it was a short short thing. Yeah. So every episode is going to be packed full of. I mean, yeah, we have not even we've not been introduced to. Uh, you know, they they haven't introduced Sharon Carter yet. They mm-hmm. haven't introduced uh, Baron Zemo. Um, yeah, and, and I mean, and and Bucky and Sam are still 
separate. Like they haven't even come together to like, like we know this right. is supposed yeah, to be like, yeah. yeah, we know this is supposed to be like a quote unquote buddy cop type of show. They haven't even gotten together yet. So yeah. they have a lot to do and only now five more episodes to do it. Here, here's a weird question that I can't remember. And you, maybe, you know, the answer, Dan, uh, what was Baron Zemo's Thunderbolt fake identity? Oh, uh, Citizen V. Citizen V. Okay. Mm-hmm. I was just, I, I just, I couldn't remember. I wasn't sure if that, like, maybe they would even try to attempt something like that to, like, mer- like, yeah, melt that in somehow. That it's interesting you bring that up because I think the the week leading up to this show, because of Baron Zemo, there's been renewed interest in the Thunderbolts. Like I've sure, yeah, I've been seeing more stories headlining like who are the Thunderbolts and why is their, you know, uh, popularity gone up right now? And it's, mm-hmm. you know, and that, that, that was a great book that, that first volume of Thunderbolts um, just blew everybody away. And yeah, I could, I could certainly see them uh, doing a Disney plus show based around that concept for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That would be very um, cool. Did you guys ever read that? The Thunderbolts? I've read a little bit of the original stuff, uh, I didn't, I didn't read all of it, but uh, yeah, I mean it, uh, the bits and pieces I've gotten, I've enjoyed. And then, uh, I've, I've just enjoyed the concept always. Like I, um, I've always liked Thunderbolts more than uh, suicide squad. If I had to pick one or the other. Yeah. It's, it's interesting because the, the, the team concept definitely evolved over the years because it went to, it, it started with, you know, the villains pretending to be heroes and then the villains changing their stripes and actually becoming heroes. And then, you know, it turned into like a kind of a straightforward superhero book for a while. And then it had that weird, <laughs> like okay, six so issue. Huh? I was gonna say, if you're, are you bringing up the the, the Red like, Hulk one? Well, there, there was like it was like the the six issue weird like Fight Club. Oh yes, story. Yeah, that was like a completely different creative team. And then it, I think it, and then I think it it went on hiatus for a long time, and then it came back where it was definitely more of a suicide squad type thing. Um, Jeff Parker might've been writing it. Yeah. But, the Jeff but, Parker one was really good. But um, Luke Cage was in charge of the raft and he mm-hmm. was, or it was Luke Cage. It was no, actually John Walker was in charge of the raft, but Luke Cage was the, like the field leader. He put together a new team of Thunderbolts who were all definitely criminals or villains. And it was the same thing. Like, you know, you, you work for us to earn your parole or to whatever, redeem yourself. Um, yeah. That was really good. That was some of the best comics I ever read. Um, yeah. I think it was like Jeff Parker and like Kev Walker on the art. I mean, like the writing and art, right. yeah. yeah. Like the writing and art were just like one of those great team ups. So um, yeah, if, if anyone's ever been curious about, the Thunderbolts, the history of the Thunderbolts. I would highly encourage you to look into it. You can probably find the issues in a lot of like dollar bins and bargain bins and mm-hmm. stuff like that. I don't know that I, I, I feel like the trade paperback releases have probably been sporadic at best. 
Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Like, like I think the probably the first couple volumes of the original series have been released, but I don't think they went deep into the series. Um, but no, they probably didn't. Yeah. That's it's, it's a good book. It, it's if it's just some really fun comic book storytelling. Mm-hmm. So anywho, um, yeah. So uh, yeah. Falcon and winter soldier. I mean, I, I think we knew it was going to be good. I'm, I can't wait to watch the rest of it. This is my, I was talking about it with, um, you know, a friend and we were, we were talking about how much we enjoy having appointment television again. Yeah. You know, waiting for something to watch on a certain day at a certain time or whatever, you know? So Fridays yeah, it's, it's some kind of schedule. Yeah. <laughs> Friday, Fridays are the day now, man. You get your, get your Marvel TV. I mean, who would have ever thought, that, you know, that was also the Mandalorian day, right? Fridays. Yeah. Yeah. Friday's just a good Disney plus day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, and now, uh, we have, uh, Loki coming out in June. Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. Yeah. There'll be very little, little wait for pretty much anything. Um, I guess unless you're unless you're excited about Black Widow, in which case, <laughs> well, well, yeah, I don't know why they're well, taking their so long to just release it. Well, that's supposed to be released the in theaters. I, I think they finally decided to release it in May, right? I think that's what's going to happen. Yeah, fingers crossed. But so you figure Falcon and Winter Soldier will take us through March and April. And then that'll take us right up to May, which will be basically that we'll just call it Black Widow month. And then, <laughs> and then June will be Loki. So it's like, it's, it's beautiful. Like we don't have, there's like no break in original Marvel content. It's like the old days. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, I'm, I'm loving it. This is great. This yeah. is, you know, we're really, no, it's really good. This is like a, a, a golden age of, of, uh, streaming content. This week's episode of comic book pit is brought to you by Thriftburg. Do you need a gift? That's more interesting than a gift card. Are you looking to reclaim a piece of your childhood? Thriftburg is your online stop for all things, vintage and nostalgic. From the 1950s to the 1990s, they have everything from retro kitchen, dining, and barware to action figures, games, books, pop culture, collectibles, and more. Comic Book Pit listeners also get 10% off their purchase of $20 or more with coupon code COMICBOOKPIT. That's all one word, COMICBOOKPIT. So visit thriftburg.com and check out their hundreds of unique vintage items. But, uh... But there's more than just streaming content out there. So you guys are still watching stuff on the CW, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, the, yep. CW still exists. Uh, there. Well, you guys. I know you guys talked about <laughs> that. The, that network the, still exists. Superman. Yeah, I know you guys talked about uh, Superman and Lois, which we watched, and that's been a really good show. Um, way more than I thought it would be. But we're also watching um, Batwoman now. Mm-hmm. As well, I mean, some other things, but Batwoman's, I guess, the one that that, that came back first, right, hun? I know it's what we started watching first. Okay. Um, and it's it's good. I have no problem with it, surprisingly. 
I think it's clunky how they how they did the transition, the handoff. But beyond that, I mean, they did the best they could. I know the 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 weirdest. So so the the long story short is that they they killed. They don't even actually. We don't even know if they killed Kate Kane. She might be dead. She might be not. Yeah, they're really being ambiguous about it. Yeah, there was um, a, but, there was a but, plane crash. Yeah, there's a plane mm-hmm. crash. Some random person who. Who, who also happened to be a lesbian, so I guess that works out. Grab the outfit and put it on. <laughs> well, the suit <laughs> only fits lesbians, Link. Come on. Yes. Everybody knows. Well, this is certainly a coincidence that you... Uh... <laughs> but no, um, they, 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 there's somebody else got the suit, and they, they do some cool stuff with it. I like how they're handling... Um, they're telling, telling um, black stories with her, as in like... <laughs> In regards to to Batwoman's uh, former Batwoman's dad, uh, what's his name? Nathan? Nathan Kane? I don't know. Yeah, whatever. Head crow man. Yeah, head the leader of the crows, Kate's dad, um, and kind of playing up the, the the crows as you know, like an abusive police organization that's abusing all their powers and blah blah blah. Um, and so there's a really cool, um, like interesting relationship going on there. Uh, Kate's dad found out about, well, I guess everybody found out that Kate's dead maybe, and they're kind of investigating it and trying to figure out what, what happened there, which is the weird part to me because I don't know what, where that, what the end game there is because like, are they just hoping Ruby Rose will come back someday? (laughs) I don't know. And since no one has said anything about what happened, that leads everyone to believe that whatever happened is not good. Yeah, yeah. So I feel as if it's not, not unless back. this is like the weirdest secret ever. Um, I feel as if like she's not coming back, so it's weird that they're trying to keep her alive out there in the universe somewhere, yeah. as opposed to like putting a nail in the coffin, because a lot of people's characters arcs are like Alice's is built entirely around finding Kate. Right. Which while we're talking about Alice, so this actress continues to chew the shit out of every scene that she's in. She. Just like Margot Robbie, you can tell, loves being Harley Quinn. She loves being Alice. Mm-hmm. And I love her as Alice, but they're doing this weird Arrow-esque time jump stuff with her where they're showing <laughs> so, stuff from like five years ago and it doesn't fit her character at all. So so she ended up on an island. No. <laughs> no, no joke. <laughs> she doesn't remember this. Yeah, Why? she had am- she had amnesia or something, um, but now she's remembering her time back on the island, uh, where where she met up with somebody who like trained her to be an assassin or something. Does no. that sound familiar? <laughs> oh my god. Maybe Deathstroke shows up later. We're not sure yet, <laughs> but I think the island's called very... Lian Yu. Yes. <laughs> but no, I think I think what they're pulling from is Kate reviewed this comic a while ago on the show. It was when she was reading some old Batwoman stuff. God, I wanted to like it, but like it wasn't there for me. And I think they're and that's what this concept was pulled from. It, it's some island where there's like the Desert they, Rose. Yeah, they have a they have a cure a cure all thing that they keep on the island called the Desert Rose, and it's the assassin organization and like the the. Alice had the cure, and like that's what she used to cure um, her sister, right? Kate's younger adopted sister. Somebody, somebody used that cure to cure to help somebody out from like a poison that they had, and then um, 
now the the assassins are all pissed off about it and showing back up and like kind of causing yeah. trouble for everybody. And I don't know. It's not a great plot. Um, I'm way more interested in just the new Batwoman adapting to stuff. Mm-hmm. And the the weird thing they're trying to do with like the the secret his mystery of why somebody would kill Kate and like what happened and blah blah blah. It just seems like it's filler, which is weird. It, it it feels like it's like two different shows. It's like the brand new show and then like the show that's somehow trying to wrap up why Kate left the show. <laughs> and I don't know if there's an answer there, but I mean, it is a good show. Like, don't, don't get me wrong. I'm just saying that like, that's the most, the least interesting part of the show yeah. to me is the mystery of Kate Kane's murder. Qu- question mark. <laughs> but the show that's still mostly good is black lightning. Yeah, no, Black Lightning's great. Yeah, Black Lightning's um, it's a bummer that that show's ending, and yeah. it's interesting that we're at the cross point that like, you know, each show fills a role right now, right? Like Superman's the, the super parent show, and now Batwoman's like the the Black Perspective show, where Black Lightning was both of them originally, and that now this is like Black Lightning's yep. last season, and oh, it kind yeah. of feels a bit. It kind of split into two different shows now. Like they're like, mm-hmm. well, we don't need Black Lightning around anymore. Um, cause we already filled these demographic spots in our stories. So we don't want to like, you know, retread water. We need to, I don't know, have another season of Nancy Drew or something. Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> but, We've already but had one black really show. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, right? we, we can't just, have too many I mean, black shows. I've seen The Walking Dead. You can only have one. one black character before you kill the next. So <laughs> like, I'm yeah. pretty sure that's how that works. That is, I think that is a rule somewhere. <laughs> I've, yes, I've heard of said rule. That's um, why there's not another black person on here. That, that's right. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, it's um, it's just, I mean, that's me being pessimistic. Uh, maybe there's other reasonings for it, but it it is sad to see that 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 shows and also Supergirl who's also on their last season. So it's, it's sad to see like all these shows kind of like ending and then uh, it feels like they're not even transitioning, but just being replaced by other shows that are filling that, that genre gap, mm-hmm. like, or like demographic gap. Um, I don't know. It's, it's just like a weird transitional period. And I know you were saying, Dan, that you're, you're kind of tapping out at this point. Yeah, I actually, and I, I, I know I've said this on the show before, but it was it for me. It happened at the conclusion of Crisis. That's that's when everything for me as a viewer kind of fell apart. It just everything just felt like like it just didn't matter at that point. Like they've they've t- they they took so many. I mean they, they they literally like destroyed the universe and then brought it back. And I'm like, well, what do you do after that? I mean, you know. Right. So. I mean, and obviously there are more stories to tell. I'm not naive, but, and I, I you know, I, I've been reading comics for 30 plus <laughs> years. I've seen the universe destroyed and brought back more times than I can count. But for some reason, like these, like the shows now, it's just, um, yeah, it's just, they're just not doing it for me. Or, or I should say that like maybe the, the first wave of shows aren't doing it for me. Yeah, they're all in the um, throws. The, like for sure. the, the, the current ones now I'm, I'm not up on, Batwoman or Black Lightning, sad to say, because they sound pretty interesting. Um, but I am watching, yeah, you know, I'm watching Superman and Lois because that's the new show. 
Um, I really enjoyed Stargirl. I'm still, I still kind of have my, my toes in the, in the Arrowverse, but you know, with the next generation of shows, if you will. Mm-hmm. But I'm kind of bummed that, uh, you know, they're ending Black Lightning because I, I was looking forward to seeing him interact at some point in the future with more, you know, more like yeah, with, the, it, with the rest of the Arrowverse. I mean, he, he got a little is, bit of time in crisis, but it's funny that you mentioned that just because of, um, well, everything that's happening, but you mentioned that, that, you know, the, the big arrow crossover and the finale and all that, uh, for that, that crossover. And that ends on that hopeful note of like the justice league that they're forming. Right. But like mm-hmm. almost all those people are getting their shows. canceled. <laughs> <laughs> like, but, but like Supergirl was there, Batwoman was there, and Black Lightning, and they're all like, so that's not there now. That's so th- that that begs the question. So obviously, Arrow died, Ollie died. Um, yeah. But when a show can it gets canceled, like what happens to that character? I mean, does the I mean, are they are they literally writing these characters? Like, is you know, at the end of Supergirl, is Supergirl going to be like, oh, I'm going to fly off into the universe? You know, is Black Lightning <laughs> right. going to be like, oh, I quit being Black Lightning. Like, are they just eliminating the superheroics from each of these characters or are they going to leave the door open? Like, is, you know, is it going to end with Supergirl still being Supergirl, but her show ends? You know what I mean? Right. Well, well, and then, and, and they, and they definitely avoid that topic by making Superman like so many years in the future. So. Mm-hmm. Just kind of like, oh, they're they, they Lois had her babies and now they're they're teenagers. Uh, okay, I guess we're not going to know what happened to Supergirl. <laughs> yeah, that is a good point. I guess we don't really. There, I guess that's kind of like going to be like an unspoken thing. Like they're never going to really say what happened in those in between years. Yeah, at least or at least not until Supergirl ends. I guess it's. Mm-hmm. I know when we watched um, Katie Keen which spun off from Riverdale and we're not the tangent here, but that took place like in the future, which we didn't realize, I think until characters started showing up and like, they're like, we graduated high school and I do such and such now back at Riverdale or I moved to the (laughs) city. And we were like, Oh wait, what Riverdale's still airing. And like, you're you're telling us what, what these characters arcs are going to end up like, which is, it was weird. weird. So I I guess I appreciate, I like, I don't know what the answer is. I don't think there is an answer. Like Mm -hmm. the answer is, about Katie Keene. Well, yes. <laughs> yeah, that's, that is true. Um, but I guess, yeah, it's, it's, I guess the only answer is technically like keep everything all at the same time frame um, if you really want to, but then that prevents you from telling interesting stories like Superman's doing. So I don't know, but I do, I do. Um, I'm curious to see what they're doing with the final wave, I guess is what I'm saying. Uh, I, I want to say that many of these shows are, will, if they're not on their last season, I think have one season left in them. Uh, if I had the, if I had to bet money, I would say Legends of Tomorrow is going to outlive them all somehow. <laughs> I I keep forgetting about Legends of Tomorrow as a show. Yeah, they're they're the plucky underdog, and yeah. it, they went they did like the reverse. They were like we we're not a good show into like oh this is like the funnest show that the CW is doing. Um, it's like very little drama and just good, stupid superhero antics. 
Um, and I think that's, that's working for them. Cause I think, like you said, um, you just get burnt out. You know, how, how, how long mm-hmm. can you go doing fighting speedsters and fixing the timeline or saving the world? Like, yeah, well, you know, at its, yeah. at its peak, I mean, God, I was watching, uh, when all the shows were on, I was watching, you know, arrow flash, Supergirl, black lightning, and I think Batgirl had start or Batwoman had started. I mean, these were all these shows were overlapping. I mean, that's a lot, and not to mention like Lamar, all the Marvel shows. <laughs> I mean, like yeah. there's 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 way too much TV. Um, yes, which you know that's not news to anybody. But as but you know with the with the CW shows, I mean, oh, and and Legends. I think yeah. Again, I keep forgetting about Legends. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, maybe they would be better served making a team show that way. It's like, you know, condense some of these characters into one show. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if that would, if that would exactly help things, but maybe it would, I don't know, but you know, yeah, it's, it was, it was a lot to, to, to watch all those shows, you know, week in and week out. Uh, and you yeah, it's exhausting. God, God forbid you fall behind and you have to like, <laughs> you got to binge a bunch of shows in a row to catch up to whatever to like, you know, like I, I refuse to watch any of the crossover events until I was all caught up with everything. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I, I'm learning that with the flash. I didn't realize that I wasn't entirely sure how last season ended because I fell off after crisis. Mm. But then I was like, I thought it came back and you guys were, I think I saw it somewhere on the internet, like, Oh, flash is back. I'm like, okay. And it talked about all sorts of stuff. I'm like, okay, maybe I should find out what the hell happened after crisis. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah well, I wasn't like two or three episodes too. So yeah. A lot well, happened. I wasn't that much invested because uh, what was it like? Uh, it was before Crisis. They were worried about Barry dying, and I think it was like that dude from Heroes uh, with the blood, and or maybe that was the <laughs> season before. I can't remember. <laughs> I'm just laughing. Well, it at was the like the guy. Heroes. I know. I know. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I know you're talking about. I think he was in that season, and then Infinite Crisis happened, and then. You know, the world shut down and figured, I don't know what they're going to do. So, fortunately, what, it's on I, Netflix. I was going to say, I'll tell you what, I would not want to try to watch any of this on Netflix and try to make sense of, like, the order to watch it in. Yeah. Like, I feel as if uh, at yeah. some point they would just have to be like, yo, hold up. You need to go watch Arrow episode season whatever before you watch the next Flash <laughs> episode, or else you're gonna be fucking lost. <laughs> Although I I do feel bad that Black Lightning is is uh, coming to an end. I yes, I never went back. I don't know why, and I always wanted to go back and watch that show. Like I don't know what happened. I guess life just got in the way. And well, like you said, we have the power of streaming, so. Mm-hmm. Yep. You'll you can at least you know catch it in your own time. Yeah, I'll probably do that. 
I've been well. I've been wanting to for a while, and I guess I just haven't gotten to it. I've been watching nothing but junk videos, <laughs> like just YouTube videos on my TV, and where I could actually watch like quality TV. <laughs> yeah, it's a rabbit hole, man. Don't go near YouTube. Yeah, cool. yeah. I, I don't do it often, but there's certain certainly things that are worth. You'll just be like, oh, it's like you know, like how it's made or something. You're like, well, I'm just gonna binge this for. The rest of the day. I usually i'll i'll get i'll uh, i'll i'll turn on a, gl- a clip from Glee. Next thing you know, I'm like <laughs> four hours later, I'm still watching Glee clips. <laughs> yeah. God damn, those kids can sing. <laughs> <laughs> God. <laughs> hey, I enjoyed that show for a couple of seasons, then it got to be a little too much. So. Yeah, I never got on board on that. I don't know. I don't watch too many TV shows. I'm finally getting into Legion. Oh, oh, oh yeah. on on FX. Yeah, See, I, I, it's on Hulu. I never, I never saw season two. I only watched the first season. Even, and even for the first season was a little hard for me to wrap my head around. Like it made me feel dumb. <laughs> oh my season god, it was so more. great. Season oh two. yeah. Yeah, season two's like made me feel extra dumb. I liked it a lot, but I was like, man. Oh yeah, I'm oh, watching art. I'm I'm not just watching TV. I'm like watching an, an art piece. Like, I yeah, feel no, absolutely. To, I, to pay attention and not like, yeah. Yeah, no, that's 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 a good way of putting it. It, I I I felt dumb watching it, but I still enjoyed watching it because it yeah. was just so visually uh, stunning. And the the uh, performances were terrific. I mean, yes, those everyone involved in that show was giving like a hundred and ten percent. There's yes, no there's no absolutely. doubt about it. Um, and who and and the writers of that show uh, again, you know, I I can't imagine what it was like to be in the writers' room of that show because <laughs> they were just telling some mind bending stories. I know, and I I love every minute of it i've i've watched the first season i really love that and i think i'm like two three or maybe four episodes in to the second season i'm not entirely sure mm-hmm. but i'm just i'm loving it so oh yeah no uh, legion's a fantastic fantastic show yeah i don't know if there's anything else i've been watching like comic related i i know there's a lot of stuff i need to catch up on um i i started watching the harley quinn animated um i'm let's see god i still have to finish the season one of doom patrol uh i need to watch i need to watch season two of titans i need to watch Watchmen. i always heard that was oh yeah Watchmen was great oh yeah uh I did watch all Harley Quinn. I I thoroughly loved it. It was a it was a very good show, and I yeah. kind of hope they come out with a third season. But if they I think don't, they will. Well, you know what? If it doesn't happen, I feel like oh, yeah. the last. I felt like it was a, a good topper. Yeah, it ends. It ends in a in in a nice enough way where you're like, all right, well, good. That that's a that's a solid series. Like I'd um, be happy, like I'm happy with that, you know. Like, yeah, okay. 
Um, yeah, they, they. Well, I was worried about Lost if I, I saw an article about like season three of Titans coming out. I was like, well, shit, if Titans is getting another season, then like I'm not that worried for Doom Patrol or some of those other, or Harley Quinn or some of those other um, DC app shows that HBO acquired. Because I mean, Titans is good, but it's 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 it's, it's Titans. <laughs> <laughs> Like I've yet to get on it. I I don't know why. It's just I I I like like I I expected to hate it, but after two episodes, I kind of loved it. Yeah, like I, I I like it a lot. Like I like it more than CW shows, but I definitely think it's an acquired taste. Is the best way I would put it. I could see why people don't like it. Yeah, it's it 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 has a little bit of Zack Snyder. In it, like it's it's very dark. Uh, not not a lot of hopefulness to it. You know, it's not it's not the Teen Titans. It's you know, it's uh the very very adult Titans. Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I just I I was I thought as a it actually it still felt like a like a like a DC comic show you know it wasn't just in name only like they 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 really did they um were fairly faithful faithful to a lot of uh you know a a a lot of the uh characters and the history of the of the the book yeah and well i mean yeah it it was interesting i was like excited watching it just to see them weave in all this stuff i was like oh we're we're just bringing anything and everything. And this is like a little playground show. Mm-hmm. Like when they, they brought in, um, what's his face? Uh, Jason Todd. And I was like, Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, or when they, you know, the episodes that they had Hawk and dove, I was like, Oh my God, Hawk and dove. I'm, I'm, I'm watching Hawk and dove on my television right now. This right. Is insane. Yeah. <laughs> um, Oh, and I think that, um, I read that, that, I think the guy that played Hawk is actually, he's getting his own show. He's going to be, they're doing a, um, uh, a Jack, a Jack Reacher television show or, or, oh, like, or like okay. maybe on Amazon or some streaming service, obviously. Yeah. He's going to be the lead. Okay. Like he's going to be like Jack Reacher. Yeah. He's going to be Jack Reacher. He's going to be like the Tom Cruise character from Jack Reacher. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, that was a complete surprise. I'm like, wow. I mean, it, it makes sense. I mean, that dude's like, he's a he's huge. I mean, he's like a badass. Like he he can <laughs> he pull it off. Um, but yeah. Oh, and, and like what season two? I mean, of Titans. What they they brought in Superboy, I believe. Yeah. And we actually see yeah. Batman. Oh yeah. Uh yeah or yeah. Bruce well, Wayne or something Bruce like. Wayne. Yeah, Bruce Wayne played by uh, the guy from Game of Thrones. Um, yeah, 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 I can't think of his name, but um, yeah, I don't remember. I don't remember his name or his Game of Thrones character's name. But, he, was, uh, he was the uh, the Khaleesi's uh, right hand. Yes, dude. yeah, Khaleesi's. Yeah. Is that the Onion dude? The Onion. Dude? Someone else. <laughs> I don't know. There was an Onion Knight. Oh, the, the onion, uh, knight. onion Knight. I don't. I don't remember. I don't think that's. I just know that everybody called him Sir Blue Balls because he couldn't hook up with Khaleesi. 
All right. So well, it's like the fandom nickname for hold him. On. I'm going to look him up because I, I, I can't let him. Jura, I, yes. Oh, okay. Thank you. Because I, I was going to say. Mor Mormon? Something? Yeah. yeah. I was like, we can't let I'm this guy. We can't call him Sir Blue Balls. I was going to say, we can't let him be known as Sir Blue Balls or the Onion Knight. It's, it's just not right. Uh, well, on, on that note, <laughs> yes, I think we can start wrapping things up. Cause, uh, I don't think, I don't think, I don't know where to go after, uh, onion Knight or Sir, Sir blue balls. So he is not the onion Knight, by the way, that was someone else. That was He's... Davos Seaworth. Oh, Davos Seaworth was the onion Knight. There was a fucking onion Knight, though. Okay. Yeah, I definitely the, the other bearded white guy on Game of Thrones. That's, an, that's another. <laughs> that's another show that I I never and I I dropped off. I never came came back to. I think I, I think I stopped watching like around season five. Like, and I didn't stop watching. Like, oh fuck this show. It was more like, you know, in between seasons, yeah. I like I, like the season ended, and then I just never came back for the next one, for whatever reason. Um, and I just it was just you know, felt too far behind. And so that's another one I need to, at this point I should just start it from the beginning because I don't remember shit. So uh, that'd be good. At least you can watch all the good game of Thrones before you watch all the bad. Game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's it. You know, that's the other thing. Like I'm well, like on, on the one hand I say, Oh, I should rewatch re game of Thrones from, you know, start over. And then on the other hand, I'm like, yeah, but I, you know, you can't help but hear people talk about later episodes, especially the finale. And I'm like, ah, oh, shit. Do I even bother? It's, it's like you watch the first season of Heroes and you're like, I should finish Heroes. And nah, you know, you're good. <laughs> oh. Well, I'm glad I dropped off after the first season of Heroes. <laughs> yeah, you're you're good. Boy, was that, <laughs> you I'll tell you much. what, though. Was that, was, was that a good show or what? Like that first season, was that... I mean, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah. Uh, like a like a legitimate phenomenon. Like the the amount of uh, uh, interest and fascination and excitement that that show generated with yeah. viewers. Yeah. The whole save the cheerleaders, save the world. I mean, that was like at that time was like unprecedented. Mm-hmm. And it had Tim Sale. Yeah. Well, at least his art. Tim Sale art. That's right. Yeah. Had a, you know, a, a, yeah, they mess around. Yeah. Season two. I remember, I think season two is when it, it fell apart because then that was like, that was the year of the writer's strike. That's the right. Yeah. Yep. And yeah, mm -hmm. season two was just a complete shit show. And I think, I mean, yeah, I feel as if you could draw to correlations between the writer's strike and then the COVID break is, you know, hurt a lot of TV shows. And it's just like, Mm -hmm. yeah. When you're when you're you got the momentum going and then you just hit the brakes suddenly it's uh that is true it sucks it's not good <laughs> thank God that the the pandemic did not affect this show we are right. still yes. going strong yeah. <laughs> we are not deterred by a pandemic. <laughs> Um, well, uh, does anyone have anything, uh, they want to announce or anything they want to, uh, mention real quick before we split? No, I think I'm good. Mm -mm. 
Yeah, no, I think we're good on our end. Okay. Well, I just want to thank our sponsors again real quick. Um, Thriftburg, New Dimension Comics, and Pittsburgh Comics. Thank you to those uh, three great sponsors, uh, Patreon sponsors. And you can, if you want to be a sponsor of the show or just help support the show in any level, just go to patreon.com slash comic book pit and, and you can do it there. So that's it for this episode. This has been comic book pit number 381. I'm Dan. And with me tonight, we've got Sean. Bye. Kate. Bye. And Link. See you, everybody. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. <laughs>